0: It's the More Than Medicine Podcast with Dr. Tian. Hello and welcome to the second episode of the More Than Medicine Podcast. My name is Dr. Tian, I'm a GP based in Melbourne, and today's episode is on a topic that is very confusing, both for myself and for so many of my patients. And that's the first letter of the four principles of the More Than Medicine Podcast, which starts with... N for Nelly and it stands for nutrition. Now, before we go into today's topic, uh, first of all, I just want to make everyone clear that this podcast is not constituting medical advice. Uh, Every patient and every person uh, has different circumstances and should always consider that uh, with regards to anything I say. Now, with that out of the way, Um, I'd like to recap some of the principles from the first podcast because I think it's important to repeat things. Uh, That's how I learn things and I think a lot of people require that a few times before it sinks in. So I've got four main principles when it comes to living a healthy and happy life. Uh, The first principle is nutrition, which we're going to discuss in more detail today. The second is movement and movement relates to not just formal exercise, but any kind of movement, and in particular something I like to call mindful movement, uh, which is an understanding of your body and how it moves in relation to space. The next principle is mindset. Mindset relates to the psychology that you approach your life, your perspective. This is why something can happen to two people, the same thing, and they can be interpreted completely differently. And it's something that you can train. You're not born with this. You can actually get a better perspective on life. And finally, mindset or motivation. This comes down to what are your motivations that drive you to do any of these changes in your life? Now these things are all interrelated and over the course of the next few podcasts, I'm going to go into the next three topics in more detail and obviously we'll probably diverge from those based on what else is going on in the world. So moving back to nutrition. Now nutrition is pretty much what you put in your mouth obviously there are other things like uh, the images or the sounds or the environment that you're in which you could say is also a form of nutrition but for today we're just going to talk about food and drink as a consequence of that too i see a lot of medical conditions that are directly related to my patient's nutrition in fact i would say that almost all of my patients in some way have health problems related to what they're eating or not eating. Now, this can include conditions that are quite obvious. So obesity, heart disease, diabetes are three very common conditions that we all know are related to the types of food that you eat. However, there are other things that are less obvious, but also intimately related to the levels of nutrition that you have. This is something like mental health, for example, reflux or even arthritis particularly the inflammatory types of arthritis So i'd like to start off just with some basic background on what kind of an issue we're facing in australia so as of 2017 two-thirds of australia's adult population is classified as either overweight or obese so it's more than half If you're in the non-overweight or obese category, you're in the minority now. Along with that, which is a little bit more disturbing to be honest, a quarter of children are also classified as either overweight or obese. Now it's very easy to, you could say, shame people for being overweight and I would say that of course people have to take personal responsibility for their actions. However, I also think that we live in an environment these days where it's actually really hard to stay healthy based on what you're eating because of the marketing and the availability of particular foods that are highly profitable but highly harmful to your body if you do eat it. If you look at the supermarket, next time you go there, go to the aisle where there's chips, chocolates and other snacks. You may find that there's an extra light on the roof to make this aisle more bright than the others. This is not a coincidence. These products are the most profitable for the supermarket and it's in their interests to make them as attractive as possible. So, moving on to what to eat, this is a question I deal with a lot with all of my patients. And obviously, every person's going to be different. You know, certain people will have intolerances. Obviously, there are certain foods that people don't like. Um, and finances is another big thing. So, I'm going to keep that one fairly brief. And then I'm going to actually just go into three simple principles that you can apply from today that will help you in living a healthier life. In general, the science shows that those people who eat mostly plant-based foods, so food that doesn't come from a package with a little bit of protein, just do better. And if you stuck to that, you'd be doing really well. So that means when you go to the supermarket, most of the stuff in your trolley is from the fruit and veg aisle. And that makes sense. You know, we're humans and we haven't always had Cheerios and meat pies and pizzas. So that's the basics of it. And we'll go maybe into that in another episode. But I want to focus a few things on the psychology around obesity, Because I think that when people are overweight, um, they don't understand perhaps some of the choices that they're making uh, that makes it difficult for them to either lose weight or at least stop putting on more weight. The first thing to look at is your environment at home. And by that, it just means your accessibility to things that you know you shouldn't eat. So I'll give you an example from myself. There's a particular type of chip called grain waves that you can buy from the supermarket. And I know in myself that if I have a pack of grain waves in the house, it's not going to survive longer than a couple of hours. I'll eat the whole thing in one sitting. I'll feel terrible. And I know that the next time, If I had that there again, I'll probably forget that terrible feeling and do the same thing. And this is exactly the issue that people get into. They kid themselves that, oh, I'll just keep a few of these things here. And what happens? They feel a bit bored or peckish. And before they know it, they've finished, you know, a whole packet of whatever it is. So I know for a fact that I just can't have them in my house. And, you know, if I'm at a party, all bets are off. But that's not as often anyway these days with COVID. So my main advice to a lot of my patients is, look, everyone knows their weakness. And really, there's no benefit in having that in your house. If you have kids, it can be a little bit trickier. But what you could do is you could set up a particular part of the pantry that's just for the kids. And then the trick is, You can't just get rid of something without replacing it. So what I do instead is I get you to try and maybe have some fruit or uh, something that's slightly less calorie-dense as an option. Things like dried fruit or nuts uh, are often much better options and you still get some satisfaction without the guilt afterwards. The second big thing that's an easy fix are soft drinks. I guess I shouldn't say they're easy. Uh, It can be very hard to get off them if you've been drinking large amounts of for a long time. But the benefit of reducing your caloric intake from liquids is immense. This is because the brain doesn't register calories that are drunk through a liquid form. And as a consequence, you can keep drinking and drinking without getting full. So if you do drink soft drink, I would say that if you're very serious about being healthy, you shouldn't be having it every day. It should be for special occasions, and that's it. And if you do drink quite a lot every day, what you need to do is you need to replace it with something else. Most people don't like water if they're drinking four liters of Coke every day. But what you can do is you can perhaps replace it with some sparkling mineral water or soda water with some cordial in it or one of those flavoured mineral waters that you can get from the supermarket these days. And finally, breakfast. There's a reason why your mum always told you to have breakfast before school. And surprisingly, a huge number of people skip breakfast every morning. Multiple studies have shown that people who have breakfast compared to those who don't, end up eating the same number of calories, but not putting on the weight the same way. I think it's got a lot to do with the hormonal regulation throughout the day, and also having higher levels of glucose or sugar in your bloodstream while you're doing activities during the day, rather than a heavy, heavy dinner in the evening just before you go to bed. So if you're not having breakfast, you should try to have it. And it can be something as quick and simple as, you know, a piece of toast, but ideally something that's not very carbohydrate laden and has got a mixture of some protein in there as well. I tend to recommend to my patients a smoothie. It's quick, it's easy, and it tastes pretty good. Something like a handful of frozen berries, a little bit of protein powder, and then a milk or milk substitute of your choice can take about. A minute to make and you can even drink it on the way to work if you're very very time poor. So to summarize, nutrition is not just about what you're eating, it's a little bit about the psychology behind what you're eating. You need to make the decisions easy for you to do the right things for your diet or for what you eat and drink throughout the day and the things that we've discussed are making sure that you don't have any unhealthy things in your house if you can avoid it number two getting rid of soft drinks and substituting it with a better sort of uh, fizzy drink like soda water or flavored mineral water and finally maybe having breakfast every day and that could be um, the smoothie that i discussed or anything that's relatively healthy if you can avoid those high sugar cereals in the morning so to finish up today let's do a very short but simple guided meditation. So I'll ask you to take a seat or lay down and get nice and comfortable. Maybe roll your shoulders. Take a nice slow breath in and breathe out through your mouth fully out. let your eyes close and take another breath in through the nose hold and exhale through the mouth really good now I want you to focus on the sensations of your body that are in contact with the surface you're on whether that's the chair or the floor and notice how that skin feels as it touches the surface, is there pressure, is there heat, maybe some coolness and just let that sink down into the surface, excellent. And with your next breath in, I want you to think of a person or an idea or a pet, anything that you're very grateful for to have in your life. Just think of someone or something that's had a really positive impact on your life. And if it's possible for you, you can even visualize that in front of you. The person, the object, could be your pet, could be anything. And just notice, if you can't visualize, just the thought or the idea or the name of that person. And really start to build up a feeling of warmth within your chest, of goodwill for this person who's helped you this object. And when you're in this moment, start to send feelings of goodwill towards the person or towards the object. And in your mind I want you to just repeat these phrases for me. May you be safe. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be peaceful. And just imagining this other person, object, receiving this gratitude from you as you repeat it again. May you be safe. Be happy. Be healthy. Be peaceful. Just noticing your body softening from the top of the head to the chest, upper back, abdomen, lower back, all the way through your arms down into your legs. Once again, wishing the best. May you be safe, be happy, be healthy, be peaceful. Slowly start to wiggle your toes, bring some life into your fingers, roll your shoulders, And when you're ready, open your eyes and return to the room. Thanks for joining me for the second episode of the More Than Medicine podcast. My name's Tian. See you next time. Next episode is going to be on movement. So I look forward to seeing you then. Bye for now. The More Than Medicine Podcast with Dr. Chuck.